Welcome back to an all-new episode of Gameware Express. My name is Adam Arinder, and it is Tuesday, September the 5th, 2023. You are listening to episode number 262 of Baton Rouge's longest-running video game podcast. Neil Bonham, I hope you had a safe and fun Labor Day weekend. It wasn't so safe, but it was very fun. Hey, that's, that's wait. Usually, no, it's a good one, right? Fun is good. Don't need the safety. <laughs> it's it's like, like an episode of Jackass. <laughs> John Michael Carley, welcome back this week. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be back. Stephen Martin, Renee Martin, back from Houston, Texas. Just back in town for this day of labor that Flew we celebrate. Flew in and bore y'all's arms tired. <laughs> we have returned from the ritual. <laughs> what a great ritual it was. Yes. But it wasn't Pearl Jam. It was... Ghost. I'm Arth. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> the Ghost. big two. How the it? spooky Scooby Doo music chase. Yeah, the Scooby Doo chase music. Boom. Well, that's really boom, that's them. Boom, boom, that's the joke. It's like boom, it's. Boom, boom, boom. We are spooky, scary. <laughs> Werewolf bar mitzvah. Spooky, How about Satan? <laughs> Good show though. Good show. We had so much fun. That's it was awesome. a blast. Just being amongst. Those people. Do they really talk people. like Count Chocula up on stage a lot? So, like, and that's the best thing about that yes. band because they're all from I love Sweden. <laughs> and the the lead singer, he like has this this accent, like "Welcome to the Spooky Show," <laughs> but he doesn't sound like that in, like in regular interviews. Good, it's, it's all just a character. Good, I love a character. <laughs> but there's lots of fire on the stage and like sweet, you know. Loud noise, loud, pops. A lot of you know. explosions. Ooh, yeah. Jump scares. <laughs> oh, and the, the opening band fought like a sea creature with a hammer. They did, Ooh. yeah. Ooh, good did intro. They, did they win? Yeah, at the, end of their, at, the, at the end of their set, like, started lightning on the stage, and then this inflatable sea monster showed up, and the, he had a big hammer, and he started smacking it. <laughs> Seemed like he was having a hard time, though. It was hey, pretty hot in the woodlands. It was like 100 degrees. God, it's really everywhere. Hot. You can't escape it. No also, where you go. everyone in Ghost wears like masks and like full. Well, their 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 entire body is covered with something. So you, oh, man. you can imagine being like most ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> just imagine the humidity and the heat and having to be in that costume for two hours. Yikes. Do you think they have like a camelback that they have like hidden in there oh, yes. so they can stay yeah. hydrated? Got water back like... <laughs> Absolutely, hands free hydration. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Well, hope everyone had a great weekend. Uh, everyone listening, hope you had a good weekend. If you're new. And just joining us, welcome. Welcome. We've been doing this back for almost, what, eight weeks now? Ten years. Oh. Well, coming up on that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, but uh, more and more people have been coming to saying they've been checking us out. So if you're still hanging around, we really appreciate you. And, uh, you know, we'll be here talking about video games. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to start with our intro round. Let's do it. Mixing it up again. This time, I just kind of, I want to, like, say a prompt. Are you going to say, say, say a prayer? prayer. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was prayer Let's all close our eyes, bow Father our heads. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going like, to like say Dear Doug Bowser. Wanna, <laughs> Reggie. In his high. Dear Lord Reggie. <laughs> You're in rare form today. We are. <laughs> it's because we prayed before he came. <laughs> Your thoughts on the same subjects. <laughs> on prayer? <laughs> in school. So let's talk about that. It should be mandatory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So something I'm <laughs> trying. New member of Ghost. <laughs> okay, I don't want to. No, and so that's the show. <laughs> so this weekend, I started playing a hot new game, which we'll talk about very soon. Let's do it. But a problem I have is I really hate starting new games. Yeah. Because like it's slow and it's a lot of tutorial, mm-hmm. and they're like teaching your stuff, and your character's really weak. So I found myself. 
like bouncing back and forth off of a new game I've been looking forward to, and instead playing older stuff just because it was different. Sure. Does anyone else feel that way? Like, am I the only one who just like hates the slow start of a new game, or is that more of like a, a commonality that I'm thinking? I think Kingdom Hearts Two has just scarred me for life because okay. yes, I feel that. Like Kingdom Hearts Two, the start is like three hours long. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like now when I start a game, I'm like, oh, is this going to be another Kingdom Hearts Two situation? So the solution to this problem is only play character action games. <laughs> That's that true. Start mm. in Medias Res because you'll immediately get thrown into a battle sequence with every ability that you'll end up getting in that game. That's true. Now we're talking. And there's usually cool music, I like dramatic cool music. camera angles, yep. lightning usually. Ooh, lots of lightning. And then the lightning probably hits you and you lose all your powers, right? <laughs> so you get that taste <laughs> mm-hmm. of what what's to come. Man, like Forza Horizon. Yeah, that like you start that game, game with really missiles, well. Oh, right? all your powers for Forza. <laughs> yeah, in your race car. It's like Spy and they Hunter. take it away. Yep. And you get a Pontiac Bonneville, and you will like it. Yeah, that's great to as well. Yeah, that's why I only play Streets of Rage because <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is, it's going to be the entire process. My favorite thing about the first moment of Streets of Rage is when it tells you that the police will not help you. Exactly. And then <laughs> that's really all you need to know. That's all about you need to know. It really sets it up perfectly. But then you have that button and there is a police And car, the police do that police help button. Yeah. yeah. I do. I will say for new games, I guess it depends on the game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like it's why I don't really like want to usually start a Nintendo game because I'm going to be in like boring tutorial baby hell for like a good two hours. Let me talk to you about Pikmin 4. Okay, great. Yeah, let's <laughs> really dive in. Because the, the, the beginning of that game, you are Captain Olimar and you are playing Pikmin. Ooh. It's only after that so moment. Meta. It's after that that you have to that you are resigned to being like a created character where it does take ah, a little long. See. But see, they, they knew mm-hmm. to make a proper, to get you hooked Let's put you straight into the game and that not you know. do any of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, that's fair. I will say that there is some level of like, depending on the game, mm-hmm. like if it's a new game and I'm having fun, there is a level of like, I enjoy the early game because like I'm learning new systems and unlocking new secrets. And like, I didn't know I could do that in this game. Things like that. Uh, things that we'll talk about maybe the game I'm playing currently, but I don't know if anyone else is... Yeah, you know. like with DDR, like I didn't know yeah, I exactly. press two arrows at the same time. Right. Just go straight to Apronovo on the hardest difficulty. Exactly. Secret the moment unlocks. you start playing that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it really just depends on the game for me. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of RPGs, especially mm-hmm. if I replay them, yeah. the beginnings are usually... You're waking up in a small town. Yeah, going like to the very fair. similar, usually. <laughs> you have amnesia. I don't know. Some of them stand out, though, or, you know, are real memorable, mm-hmm. I guess. But, uh, yeah, to Stephen's point, character action games are That's probably it. the best. I so mean, I just need to get into more of those, it sounds like. Your like, Devil May Cry, your Bayonetta. Yeah, your the Metal beginning of Bayonetta to me is just That's insane. True. Like, where yeah, you're just, you just, you know, go. yeah. Hey, so, you're just in it. You're falling, a building's God in midair, and. Yep. That's it. Oh man! Is, is yeah. that the, the 2018 or any of them? Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. True. So is the proper way to to develop a game to do it backwards? Right. To, right. Like, to give you all of the god powers and then take them away. Yeah. Well, show you what's it's not just that, but like make the most interesting level. Oh yeah. The beginning. Last mm-hmm. and put that first. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the development. Pro- I don't. I'm not a game developer, so I. I mean, it makes sense. We even see that like going back to like Mega Man X, right? Like when Zero shows up, he's like really cool and has all his yeah, armor man. and a sword. Like, and I want that. Eventually, you can get all of that armor and the sword and all that shit, right? You got to so, like, work. You got to work no, for it. Not easy. So, I mean, I guess that kind of is like a good way to kind of tease you and make it more interesting. 
Uh, and I guess I never realized how much that game mechanic or whatever, like, yeah, man, I want to see the the carrot that I'm chasing. Right? Yeah, sure. So, mm-hmm. Or you have uh, characters like Samus, who you know have a base power level pretty much at the beginning of every game. That's the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but she loses that, gets way more powerful, and then is just back to basic again. <laughs> or you just you don't have authorization to use the equipment. Oh, you're yeah. waiting oh. for get your, the... your commander to tell you it's okay to use that missile. <laughs> Gotta use the proper paperwork. <laughs> uh, did anyone play that Metroid game? I didn't. I did. My, no. Other M? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no. I mean, it's on brand for Neil. It's uh, like the game is good. The storytelling is god-awful. Bad. Yeah. I mean... It's made by Team Ninja, you know, who's uh, well, known for their storytelling, story. <laughs> um, which is weird that they would try it in a Metroid game, but hey, yeah. well, got to try it sometime. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I feel I feel better that I'm not the only one who was struggling with this, but yes, before we get into what I've been playing, I do want to hear about a hot new release that came out last week. Uh, Neil and John Michael both have it down. So, Neil, what have yeah. you been playing? Uh, in- so, well, which hot new release... The hottest, newest mm. release. The one that both of y'all been playing on this year. <laughs> uh, sea of Stars. Yeah, I figured we were talking about Sea of Stars. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Sea of Stars finally came out. Um, I mean, this game was on Kickstarter years ago. Years ago. Um, I did not kickstart it after being scarred by Kickstarter. Yeah, it was in a uh, weird time on Kickstarter where it was like projects were failing left and right. The and bubble it, had burst and all the hype was yeah. kind of like turning towards negative so what, on it. So what's worse, a project that fails or a project that succeeds and then you never get the reward because it never gets completed? Would you prefer a Kickstarter project to not hit its funding goal and then it just disappear? Or would you prefer to pay for this thing and then endlessly wait for nothing to arrive? You know, I think they're... Obviously, so they're both bad. Disappointing, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I wanted what the if game you pay? Or what about like, the failed game that ends up getting released anyway because they actually did have... Yeah, know, whether the fake uh, Mighty right. Number no. 9 or whatever. Yeah. 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 So, See, that's the one I backed, and that scarred me. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. Yep. So. That's fair. Ouch. But instead, now you just waited patiently and paid for it. Or didn't pay for it? I didn't pay for it. I didn't pay for it. That was a great part. Yeah, well, I uh, I saw saw Neil was playing it on Switch, actually. on Switch. No, I'm playing on PlayStation because I pay too much money for PlayStation (laughs) Plus. (laughs) At least for now, right? Yeah, well, yeah, because it it renewed at the beginning of the year. So uh, I'm locked in for now. So I got it for free. But yeah, like Neil said, it's been in development for a very long time. And again, what I'm sure interested everyone who is interested in this game is um, like it's just a love letter to like old rpg games from Mm -hmm. like super nintendo era uh because this game is like a perfect mix of like chrono trigger and super mario rpg and a little bit of like grandia or lunar in there a little bit yeah lunar breath of fire breath of fire a little bit yeah yeah a lot of that especially the super nintendo ones um but yeah just like you said it's god it's it's really good too (laughs) um and the composer of Chrono Trigger yes. is a guest musician on it. And what I find interesting about that is I honestly can't tell the difference between his tracks and the other person's tracks, which they're like is one kind of, of a testament to that other person. Two <laughs> tracks in here. I'm like, well, they just ripped this straight off the Chrono Trigger soundtrack. Yeah, first, I mean, it's there's fine. A, it's, it, yeah. it does its own thing differently, but. There's even a part in the beginning uh, when you get when you're in like the mountain range that is a direct ripoff from yes. a famous scene in Chrono Trigger. Yes, and this, um, this game is from the developer of the Messenger, which mm-hmm. was Correct. kind of yes. like this amazing version of like Ninja Gaiden. That's interesting. I didn't know that because these are obviously very two different. That's my point. They're, it's like this is nothing. They're actually set in the same universe. Yeah. So this is a prequel. Yes, yeah. that's what the developer says. 
Fair. It's, okay. So, which if uh, you've played the messenger, mm-hmm. um, there is like a big thing in that game that it makes Something sense happens. as to like why this is in the same universe. Gotcha. Okay. So, so instead of this being like a side scroller kind of action game, it's a like racing traditional. Games. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a GR, racing. like like <laughs> GRPG inspired, like you were saying. No, you very based. much run around the map like it's Chrono Trigger. It looks like Chrono Trigger. Acts like Chrono Trigger. Battle is very Chrono Trigger until it's more Super Mario RPG instead. Um, yeah, <laughs> I feel it's more because. Actually, one of my disappointments about this is how much it's like ingrained that this is a spiritual successor of Chrono Trigger, but then the battle system, when it comes down to it, like the combos, how you have yes. to build the combos to even use dual or I don't even know if there's triple text. I, I haven't like gotten triple move yet, but it's like it takes a lot to build up to gain a combo to use that move. So it's mm-hmm. not something that's, you know, constant. It's It's almost like... A, a limit break, yeah. Um, in a way, so you're building That's, a meter. Yeah, Correct. Well, and yeah. Then you so, break that. so in this game, you can like time attacks to do double damage, or maybe not uh, double damage, but enhance, yeah, extra damage. You know. Or you can time it to block and reduce damage you take, like Mario. Um, so, in doing mm-hmm. all of that, you build a combo meter that whether it's one, two, or three, mm-hmm. um, that's like the uh, magic you use to use these dual dual well, tech. To be fair, you do characters. have an actual magic as well. So yes. like there is there is <laughs> skills and there is combos in this game. Okay. Skills are your like magic abilities. Combos are things you do with another teammate that is like a stronger magical ability. I see. Okay, because Chrono Trigger. Yes, exactly. That's <laughs> because <laughs> I've played neither of those games you're referencing, but well, I you should know, play I, both. Uh, yes, we we we've gone that. <laughs> and I agree. We'll get there. Super Mario RPG remakes in November. So yeah, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of following along with with what you're kind of going with what you're saying. Are all the characters predetermined classes? Can you change jobs yes. like a Final Fantasy? Uh, or yeah, like where no, we are it's it's not like anything like that. It's again more. Your Super Nintendo. It's okay. just you got some dudes in your party. They've got their own set spells and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Know, so like and... one uses moon yeah, magic, magic, one uses sun magic. Okay, one of them uses poison. Yeah, so, so like, it's all set. So what's the hook? Where are we going? What, what kind of adventure are we going on? What are we on a sea? We are, are there stars. We involved? are solstice warriors. Okay. Our two main characters are Moon Girl and Sun Boy. <laughs> And <laughs> can I play outside and while well, the power of the sun yeah, with absolutely. a sensor enhance my ability? Yeah, only on Game Boys. So. Yeah, only the Game Boy version. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, just like Robopon. Yep, that's um, that's what I was referring to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it, it, you are Solstice Warriors and you're saving the world. You're It's a coming of age, whatever. You've got to like beat the bad guys that are threatening the world and i don't know maybe a multiverse at this point in my file i don't understand narratively like it starts because i've been playing this a little bit yeah it's like starts off as like let me tell you a story from these scrolls that i have like it's it's the game literally starts with this like dr claw narrator man oh so it's like set up like a like a story narration yeah Yeah, Yeah, he's called like like the archivist i Mm -hmm. think yeah okay which i love yeah i love that encapsule like just that you know, mm-hmm. it's really cool. I've heard nothing but great things about this game. Just, you know, 
on the internet forums and whatever I, I i sit on that yeah a lot of hype another thing that's good about it too is like it's it's tough like those yeah, older oh, it's, games it's, yeah but there's relics built into it where you know you can kind of ease the balance of it, the game because it has an interesting like ko and how you use that like system Mm-hmm. Um, but no f- ultimately you can turn on a relic that's like this relic will give you full HP and MP after every battle kind of like how FF10 so does so are these like accessibility options yes you basically. can turn them on essentially or off. yes but they're relics you find through the game the only one I've turned on is the 25% reduction in prices at shops oh I turned on the one that just uh, shoots a little star out so you can like see when you get like a double hit or a block nice so it makes a little chime and uh, it's just like an indicator piece that's really helpful yeah, yeah. I I like it. It just, I don't know. It's also just satisfying. (laughs) uh, It also does cool things. Like Neil said, it's, it's the battle's difficult. Uh, There's no, there's not like Phoenix downs or anything. Right. So if your person goes down in battle, you have stars circling your head and it's like a timer for when they can return to battle. Okay. Um, So if they have two stars, it's after two full turns, they'll revive with half HP. Oh, okay. So it's just kind of you're waited out. Yep. Yeah. You exactly. Can't spark it or anything. Yes. Are there any spells to make that faster, or is it literally any time uh, you die, you have to wait? Yeah, you just wait. And the okay. more your character goes down, the more stars show up above their head. Just heads. like in Punch Out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. another in interesting life, thing too. about this yeah. game, too, is like due to this system, so like even if a character is down after battle, they'll get health and revive for the next battle. Um, so you like you don't have to use an item really to like bring them back or do anything. But with that, it's the group levels up. Mm-hmm. So the experience is across everyone. Like so, a Pokemon. Exactly. Sort of. Like new Pokemon. Oh, new Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> He's groaning over there. But it's not even like one person gets like yeah, half monsters. the amount. Like it's yeah. literally just like the group levels up. So every time you level up, like you, like if you have three or four characters, you can choose like a different stat to boost. Like Mario okay. RPG. So whether it be like physical strength, attack, physical speed. defense, you know, eight more HP, more MP, stuff like that. What kind of uh, like character classes? Your standard uh, you knight, know. mage, monk, cleric. No, it's not. It's not really even character classes. It's oh, just okay. like yeah, it's just this oh, guy. Certain characters that just have their. It's own like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just this yeah. guy and that guy is on your gotcha. team. Their okay. layer is like a moon monk. Zale is kind of like a sun warrior. Okay, you find like uh, a frog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> robot. Uh, you have your your buddy who's you. not a solstice warrior and just a regular old human. Guys, uh, he kind of like he's <laughs> like a chef, like a solar chef, mm, warrior cook. The moon, yeah, is made warrior of cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wizard is from even better. His name is Garl, Garl. not Carl, Garl, which is also Garl. bad, but Garl, which is worse than Carl. <laughs> Uh, he's a he is a real Garl though. Like he's like dumb and like my like, eye hurts. Yeah. <laughs> he's had it's a like, lot of shit happen to him in uh, the twelve hours out. It's one of those things where it's like he's supposed to be like he's the heart of the team. Not he's that he's the, so optimistic, but it gets real annoying real quick when so you're in your thirties re- and you're like, I don't want to hear it, Garl. <laughs> he's kind of the reason why I feel like these characters feel like they're straight out of a Lunar game. Yeah. Because he reminds me of, like, the Alex of Lunar 1. Like, just the bumbling, big idiot (laughs) who's just, like, cooking and... He's like Big the Cat. That's who he is. Yeah. (laughs) I thought Alex was the main character. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, Garl is Big the Cat. You're right. Either way. You're right. 
Yeah. Ramus is who I'm thinking of. I'm so Alex early. is the main yeah, character. I'm so yeah. early in this game. Is there any? Uh, is there a fishing mini game? There is point? absolutely oh a fishing uh, mini yeah. game. They knew what they're doing. Son of a bitch, I'm one thousand percent, and it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually yeah a little bit better than most other fishing games. Um, Can I hook up my Dreamcast fishing controller no. to um, my PlayStation? I think that's the DLC for it. I will. I will buy yeah. an adapter. We'll figure it out. Yeah, there's lots of fun little things. Again, I, there's like a little like. Uh, Town, I'm starting to build back up now. I love and, it. Yep, love that. I love that. I'm, yeah. I love a town building mechanic. Mm-hmm. It's not robust, but yes, it's no yeah. Dark Cloud Two. It's nothing like that. It's no Soaky Dan. It's no Dark you Cloud. You must be but further than I am. I am. Then uh, <laughs> I don't, don't you worry, buddy. I am. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's Try not playing the game more. Yeah, come on, know? Jesus Christ, Jesus. Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> Garl. Yeah, you're real you're being a real garl about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, it's not a robust town rebuilder, but it's it's fun. I gotta go find someone to run my inn and stuff from the four towns that I visited, but um yeah, again, it, it lends itself to going back and redoing older areas and finding new secrets. Very Zelda-esque in that way, like Okay. Or Metroid, uh, you know, I found a new ability. Let me go back and see what There's I can. Like some place you obviously couldn't reach. Exactly. Before, yeah, but, but now, now I that can. You have the hook shot. You it, can. You say that, but uh, yeah, you, you have you a literally hook shot now. get a hook shot. Yeah, <laughs> literally get a hook shot. So uh, it's a lot of fun and a good blast of nostalgia, and it's colorful and the music is good. And some of the characters suck, but don't let that stop you from playing this great game. Yeah, uh, there is another fun mini game in there. I won't have to dive into this but like all wheels. great jrpg games wheels is the yeah. uh, the little oh. tavern mini game you can play it's okay i think it sucks but it's kind of like a random slot um yeah it's like a battler with a slot machine mechanic yeah like you choose like these figurines that basically have different attacks Amiibo. and you pull yes. a slot and with the slot, like different uh, shapes or something will pop up. And basically, depending on what you lock and keep, um, either goes to leveling up the figurine so it does more damage or whatever. Or like powers we'll, them up to attack the other or people. Powers them up or to attack. Adds defense yeah. to your side. I don't know. It's, all, it's a neat little mechanic. It's cool. Little I think it kind of sucks a little bit, but it's just fun that they added stuff like that yeah. in there as well. <laughs> nice. I do want to check that out. Recommend. I, like I said, I heard good things. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, I finally got access to Baldur's Gate 3 nice. on my PlayStation yeah. 5. Finally. Early access weekend, it dropped um, over Labor Day weekend, so I get to join all of y'all. How have you been enjoying it? It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably three, four hours in. Not oh, okay. Too far. Oh, wow. I That's kind of self-restraint there. <laughs> like I said, this is like... I hate starting new games so i'd play it for like a half hour and then go play octopath traveler for like three hours when mm. we get to um and then come back to this so i've gotten to where now i have like five people in my party so i'd like kick someone out and send them back mm-hmm. to camp. camp yeah i spent like way too long exploring like the dank crypts there's no such thing as church too long exploring exactly. and then yeah. i just learned apparently uh, you can lock pick which I didn't know I could do that yep. because when I clicked R1 and all five of my radio wheels came up, I couldn't find lockpick. Turns out it's a none of those. 
Ah. You have to press the square button. So I can't wait to now go load that back up and go back to where I was stuck because now I know I can maybe pick this door lock. How, how, how are radial wheels treating you? Because um, like I said, I turned those off on mine. I had to go back. What is the other option? Well, again, I'm playing on Steam Deck, so you probably don't have another option That's on fair. PlayStation. You could just touch screen, or you're just what are you doing? What are you? Doing? Uh, so there is like a, a custom setup on Steam Deck that mm. I don't know some dude made. Yeah. Uh, so again, the right uh, thumb pad is like the cursor, mm-hmm. uh, and then right trigger is like select. So you can't uh, just uh, use the touch screen. I can. Okay. But yeah, that seems like that'd be really fast. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. It's it's also very intuitive to just yeah for some reason just scroll with my thumb. So how was it on PC then? Uh, Amazing. Great. Best. Yeah. yeah. You no, have I mean, lots of buttons. Oh, you just use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's just, it's the same. I'm just using my the right like trackpad. <laughs> yeah, as, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's like 103 buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the radio wheels once. I've used the character a few times. I kind of know what I want and where things are. And they do color code what it is. If it's an action or a bonus action, if it's a spell, you know, the electric spell is kind of purplish and like the fire spell is reddish. So you can Mm -hmm. kind of find it pretty quickly. It's a little awkward because you have to press R1 to bring it up. And naturally on every other video game I've played with a radial wheel, you hold the button down for the radial wheel to like stay on your screen. But on this one, you press it. And then you don't hold it down. Because if you hold it down, that's how you tab through all your radial wheels. Got to be a way to... So I just, just accidentally that. tabbing over too far until I remember you just have to click it. So yeah, the controls are a little awkward because, yeah, I am on a controller and not mm-hmm. on a PC. So like, press the right trigger to like bring up another radial wheel, which I can cl- select like my character sheet. Yeah. Or take a shorter long rest or look through inventory or quest log sure, or any yeah. of that stuff. But, I mean, moving around is pretty intuitive. Yes. Um... Clicking on stuff, you know, to find stuff is cool. And if you hold X down, you like a radial wheel kind of goes out. Again, they look like an area of effect thing it's where like, you can highlight everything in that thing and kind of scroll through all the items to interact with them. Very useful. So if there's like a backpack next to a rock and you keep accidentally selecting the rock, you can scroll through like a list and just find the backpack and hit open and then he'll run over there and, and open it. That's good. That's good. Um, I wasn't expecting it to open the way it did. We don't have to go into detail, I guess. But I mean, it's like the opening, and now it's kind just, of available. But it throws you into it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, like throws yeah. you into it. And I, you know, to me, D and D is still just very like high fantasy, medieval kind of stuff. And no, that was, was not that when we started. No, into I think it, so. I think it's a good like peak for people who maybe aren't super familiar with like, like how me. Dungeons and Dragons works. Like. Mm-hmm. It is good. It's not just like I'm a wizard. Yeah, like, exactly. I put I'll on my robe and take wizard that, hat. Dragon, right? I. We talked about this a little over the weekend, but I feel like I would not be appreciating this game as much as I am now if I didn't. We didn't play that like D and D campaign for that little sure. bit before kind of COVID shut us down, because it is very cumbersome. There are a lot of those radial menus, a lot of options you can pick. Which luckily I know what Lay on Hands does now. But yeah, if I exactly. didn't know what like half this shit meant, like I'd yeah. just be bogged down in menus and be like, I don't want to do this. Yep, I'm gonna go back and play. I don't know some. Animal Crossing. Yep. yep. That Pikmin 4. <laughs> Pikmin 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did play those things. I did play that campaign, so I am really enjoying it. It's just like, like I said, it's. I finally started getting into it when I got my new character, another new character, and I could start building my party sure. more how I want it. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I play it for yeah. a half hour, I do something that's like, all right, I'm going to switch back to something else just because it's really slow at the beginning. And you are playing as a... Oh, I am a human paladin because okay. like you did, I recreated sure. my character from that D&D campaign. It just made it easier 
Yeah. Because I just refer to my character sheet when I was picking like my yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, other uh, my specs or you know my stats or then like who what my divinity is. Are or... you doing like a sword and shield paladin yeah. or mm-hmm. okay? Oh no, I don't have a sword. I have a hammer. Oh, okay, like yeah, a yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Thunderous smites. Nice, <sighs> love it. Um, so it's it's been a lot of fun. I kind of see what you're talking about now. How you can approach different areas with different ways uh and get different outcomes which is neat and then the combat to me is like kind of not dissimilar from my time with midnight suns playing that on console where mm-hmm. it's just kind of like that arena and you have a couple moves and you can move and swing which is yeah, typical yeah, 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 yeah. and then kick it out uh <laughs> at the very beginning when you're like crashing the beach and you're finding those little brain things and uh they tell you like you sh- we should run away because they're kind of more powerful all i would do was like Swing on them and then bonus action and shove them and then like hightail it out. Oh yeah, because then they had to shove dash to catch OP. up to me. And they couldn't catch up, so I just kept like pushing, running them away. away, running away, and like chipping them. And it was like took forever, but it was really funny. Do you mind if I ask who's in your party? I was going to ask the exact same thing. Oh man, I'm bad with names. I right now, I... girl, girl, <laughs> uh, Shadowheart. Hell yeah. Um, love a Shadowheart. I still have Dale and Dale. 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 Shadowheart and Dale. <laughs> Dale, yes. Dale. Dale's funnier to me. Dale is very funny. Dale. Dale. And then uh, Brian. <laughs> Brian's in my party. And uh what's the orange spiky lady's name? Goku. Who's like angry all the time. Carlac? Maybe. Orange? She's like she woke like up Gipyaki. on the ship with you at the beginning. Uh, oh, her name's like La something. I, she's like oh, I don't use her in my party. Okay, I, well I just like rescued her. I'm stronger than her, so that's fair. <laughs> I just rescued her, and she, then I was like, oh, another person. I will have to send someone home. So you talk about, you're talking about like the the frog lady person. Yeah, right? she kind of oh, looks yeah. like a I don't know. Yeah, she's really angry. She's like yeah, mad at me all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she has the cure to the thing in our. Brains. So, so does everyone in this game. Well, God does. damn it! Like, every <laughs> five people you just <laughs> Florida, fuck off. I knew she was fine. Like, everyone you talk to is like, I could probably help you with that, but first you got to solve the maze. Like, and you're like, I solved it, and they're like, just kidding. I can't actually help you. They're just like running away. Yeah, just waiting for them to give you the. <laughs> but yes, I also have the sassy elf. Um, but Asterian. 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 Yeah, yeah, just send him back to camp because why. Yeah. He, oh, oh, do you really? not want a utility person in your party? Okay. Well, he didn't seem as useful when I was fighting those six dudes, and the, when I fell through that hole. Oh. So good. what you have to do, and I, I guess some people like are playing this game and don't realize this too, if they're not very familiar with rogues. But mm-hmm. like his, he as a bonus action, he gets to hide. Well, I guess I think it's like level two. Mm-hmm. Bonus action hide and then sneak, sneak attack, attack specifically. Okay. Is like it's insane it's so damage. Strong. See. Okay. Uh, and. That's maybe where I was messing up because I was trying to bonus action and hide, but maybe I was doing it wrong because I was never hidden. <laughs> they just kept getting shot. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like well, at level two he gets to bonus action hide. Yes, and you can't. You you probably don't have like hide in plain sight or anything, oh. so you can't like just be in the middle of the okay, battle. Maybe I don't put him in the he like he's not a tank. Don't put him <laughs> into battle. Leave him on the outskirts. To, so he he yeah. doesn't have that cloak from Lord of the Rings. Not yet, so you know. <laughs> I'm a rock. <laughs> the famous line from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's the best part. Yeah, give him a short bow. Like, let him be ranged. Like, okay. yeah, he's going to. Well, the problem is, Dale, my wizard. Yes, classic, <laughs> classic Dale. I picked the um, the one where you can, like, re-roll dice. Like, what is it, Divinity? Oh. Lucky? Option. Yeah, I would 
And I that seems cool, but maybe not. Yeah, except Shadowheart gets way better stuff later on. So uh, okay, because he's like yeah, Shadowheart also seems cool. No, you're just gonna so want to keep guidance. You're talking about on divination. divination. Oh, divination. Yeah, yeah no, you no. want to go like full like whatever the um attack like yeah, 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 spells yeah. are. Yeah. yeah, don't you don't use him as support. Yeah, he is not a support character. Okay. He is an offensive Good. magic character. Oh shit! Can I go back and change that then? Because I already just like restart your game. <laughs> Keep playing, and I, Keep there might playing. be a way to be able to do that. Ooh, yeah. okay. explore. Okay, there may be an yeah. uh, interesting character that shows up. <laughs> if someone offers to give you a lobotomy, consider it. Okay. Actually, yeah, their name actually is Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Dale Earnhardt. Ooh. He is in this game. Mm. He's a level seven Speak race car Ted. driver. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I've been in my, uh, introduction to it as I know, Renee, this is kind of your second week playing with your new oh gra- graphics God. card. How's your adventure going? Oh, I cannot stop playing this game. We, you know, you know, we went to Houston this weekend and the whole time I'm just thinking like, damn it, I want to play, I want to play Baldur's game. <laughs> you know, maybe I should look into that. Maybe I should have stolen Steven's. Oh yeah, you, to- you totally could have just logged into your Steam account on my yeah. Steam deck the whole time. Damn like it. we're at the concert and you're like, you're just like, oh, deck. <laughs> 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 Um, um. Oh God, it's yeah. so good. I just hit Act Two. Nice, so. nice. Catching yeah. up to me. Yeah. <laughs> I slowed hey. down with Sea of Stars. Too much sea of Stars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, what what are you playing as? I'm a ranger. Nice. Which okay. um, rangers are still just as bad as they are in like Five E in this mm-hmm. game. Sure, of course. So unfortunately, I'm a ranger. But I my ranger has to live on from the original Baldur's Gate. So I, I had it. to be a ranger again. So yeah, I'm. I'm a ranger, and I have Shadowheart in my party, who has just, oh my god, she's gotten so strong. That's my goth girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And then Asterian, that's my boyfriend, but I won't say what he is, even though probably everyone at this table. Sexy elf king. Yes, sexy elf. The pale elf is his quest line. Um, And then also have Gale, Dale. Dale. (laughs) Um, Because once he gets fireball, it's over. It's over. (laughs) Dang. I'm going, so I've got my dude, who is Dragonborn Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asterian, obviously. Shadowheart, obviously. <laughs> and then I have uh, the um, barbarian girl. What's her name? Uh, Karlak. Yeah. Yeah, she, she seems rules. cool. <laughs> My team is very melee focused. Um, but you just like run into every encounter like screaming. Almost quite literally. Yeah. Uh, if Adam remembers, that's basically the approach yeah. my character did take when we played campaigns is that like I, there's no nuance to my dude. <laughs> Uh, I'm not stealthy or anything. Anything I can break, I will break. So that's I just built Including a party around that. Our hearts, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's so funny. I'm like so opposite because I'm all ranged. Like everybody is focused mm-hmm. on ranged. So I have, you know, like I keep grease like yeah. constantly for Gale to just blast Dale. everything <laughs> to just Dale. like put down so that you know melee characters have a lot of trouble getting to my party. But by that time, we're just all like slinging yep. spells or. You know, arrows at them. Yeah, they're dead. The kobolds are dead before they even know you're there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Take that, kobolds. Yeah. I will say, I got some still range utility from, like, I think it does a good job. Like, Mm. I don't feel like I have to just be a melee character or I have to do ranged attacks. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think it allows for me to be able to, like, change, like, during the battle, like, what my tactics are. I think it offers a lot of options that way, especially with like the cool trick arrows and stuff. Yeah, they're like, really cool. And like jumping, I'm sure is like oh, a really I great use that utility for all you. the time. Yeah, like my strength characters, they'll just jump across like the map. So mm-hmm. why why would I want to jump? I noticed that's like a bonus action. What 
Like, why do I need cover to cover more area? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That like, like it's like can't... more movement. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. like, so you have to dash. You can like move and then mm-hmm. jump somewhere. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Boing. I guess that makes sense. That's pretty mm-hmm. neat. Or if you want to get to like, you know, if you are not in just an open area, if you want to get to something that has like a layered environment and you want to like get up. Ah, sure. So you're always gonna like have advantage. Well, I don't know about always, but you have advantage whenever you're above. It's over, and I can have yeah, the high ground. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Whenever Did you crisscross, not teach us anything. If not to jump. 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 <laughs> jump. Uh, yeah, I do want to play more. It is a lot of fun. It's I can easily see how you can just fall down rabbit holes or just like get lost just mm-hmm. doing this random thing that has nothing to do with anything else. Sometimes like you find difficulty right. treasure in those rabbit holes. Ooh, I do like treasure. So much treasure. Yeah. Get you an animal companion or something. Has, he, has anybody <gasps> tried the multiplayer yet? I know that I know that's an option. I'm just curious how that works now that I've played it. Like, obviously, no. you would the each person would control someone in the party, but like, yeah, I mean, I get how it. How would you like? I guess you could talk. Does it? I don't know. I need to like. I'm curious how that would work. If that would even be better or not. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I like having my girlfriend, my boyfriend, and Dale. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know my <laughs> setup. <laughs> Dale, <laughs> classic Dale. I'm gonna just roll a new character. Just name, name him Dale. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> I've been running to roll a bard. Let's be Dale the Bard. That's a great name. Yeah. Bard. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I have been playing actually a lot of Octopath Traveler 2 this weekend. Jump back. back on nice! that. Partially because I do want to play Sea of Stars. Mm-hmm. But I feel guilty playing because I'm playing a kind of similar turn based JRPG game here like that I'm 48 hours into now. So I yeah. need to. I feel like I need to like wrap that up before I move on. I don't know. You played both. Are they similar? Radically different, different games. Okay, so there's, there's not really a lot of like overlap. No, okay. I, they feel very different to me. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely. I shit. I did like six or seven more chapters. Holy chapters! A couple of them I was stuck on, like that boss. A couple of weeks ago, we chatted about that I had couldn't beat. Finally, went and did another quest. Came back, beat that one. Yeah. Got stuck on another boss for a while. Finally went and found other, um, the licenses. So you could, I could finally dual there, class. Okay, so there you I go. Yes. All four of my main dudes uh, dual class. Nice. Which has been, Perfect. That's why I've actually been more interested in going back to Octopath this weekend. Just because building out my team now and trying to figure out what second class works with this character. And then how does that work in my whole party? Got to min-max And where am I like feeling like where I'm lacking? Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit! I'm like putting together a fucking army now. Yeah, man. And it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I'm level like I don't know upper thirties now. Hell yeah, wow. nice. Okay. Starting to complete a lot of chapter threes. What what level is your main character? Thirty eight you know? or thirty nine. Oh, yeah, okay, up okay, there. yeah. And then so that's Oswald, and then I have Throne, and she's like mid thirties now, like thirty five, thirty mm-hmm. six. Um, and I've been working with Particio and Casty. And Particio is even mm. more funny to me because I made him a dancer as my dual spec. Nice. <laughs> because I already I was already kind of using him more as utility, and that's kind of what the dancer falls in line with because his ability, his latent power, <clears throat> he just gets all BP. So all mm-hmm. I do is like build BP and pass it to Oswald to fuck people up with magic. Nice. And then just like buff him with the dancer mm-hmm. abilities. Peacock strut. So yeah, it just he just mm-hmm. wrecks shit. Um and this feels like a really strong team. Now I'm like going to be sad when I have to swap some of these people out mm-hmm. to do some of these other missions because I've been really focusing on like Casty and Throne missions lately. Did Not you do Casty's chapter three? Yeah. The sad one. Did you? Yes. 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 I, was, oh I was like, let me go knock out this out real quick. I to do. I'm like, oh, 
there was no boss. Now I'm just sad. <laughs> yep. Like, yes. I, 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 I the real boss I just was finished before facing your feelings. This. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that game's been been great. I want to. God, it's tough trying to juggle games, you know, especially with such limited time. Especially being RPGs. Yeah, especially RPGs. Yeah, RPG know, right? games for sure. Yeah. How? What was your file time? In Octopath 2 when you finished it. Um, Do you remember? A little over 100 hours. <laughs> but I did I did a lot, lot of okay. extra stuff. So Okay. Well, that you don't necessarily have to do. But That makes sense. But I'm like, like I said, like 48 now. So I mean, yeah. I probably still have I also to like, go. I pause the game and like leave it. And oh, I, I, away. Yeah, yeah. I fall asleep. Like <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to take a little nap. And I like nap for an hour. Okay. So. I mean, I'm starting to get some chapter fours popping up, and the way yeah. these stories are going, I mean, I can't imagine there are that many yeah. more per character. So, it's uh, yeah, no, it's been good. I just like I, I want to play Sea of Stars. There's but so many I don't good games to, try to play. To do both, yeah. And there's more coming out. It doesn't end. Just be careful because I mean, do you have like you have Game Pass or you have PlayStation Plus extra? I do have access to Game Pass now. So like, Sea of Stars is on there, but not yeah. forever. Right. So. Exactly. So that's what makes it like tough because. I wouldn't want to play that on Xbox if it goes away from Game Pass and then like my save like halfway yeah, through is the game, stuff yeah. all stuck on my yeah. Xbox. Um, well, how much does that game cost? Thirty-five. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, it, it oh, definitely yeah. is. Yeah. Or wait for that physical copy. You know that's oh, absolutely. Yeah. that's coming. I'm sure that's coming. Or I'm sure I can just. I think they already announced it, but it's not till like next year. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're probably right. Probably, but I mean, it's it's. it's it, they said like February. Oh, I don't know, but it'll be a thing. Um, I had a perfect transition into news, but unfortunately, we do need to take a quick break. Uh, yes. John Michael does have other plans this evening, so he has to depart. Any other final words before you get out of here this evening? Uh, play Sea of Stars. There we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> so we're gonna take a quick break. We'll say goodbye to John Michael, and we'll be right back with more Gamer Express. Stick around. Welcome back uh, for Retro Rewind this week. I'm breaking my own rules. We're going to have a double header because they're kind of related anyway. So this week, uh, both, let me do my math, 26 and 24 years ago, Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII came out this week. Seriously? September 7th, 1997 and September 9th, 1999. Oh. For Final Fantasy seven and eight, respectively. Dreamcast. It's also, so strange that you wouldn't go to Dreamcast launch. I, well, I also have happy twenty fourth birthday ah. to the Sega Dreamcast. It can almost rent a car. Almost, right? I mean, you could rent a car <laughs> under twenty five. Uh, I can tell you what I wasn't playing on September 9th, nineteen ninety nine. Was it Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy eight? Because <laughs> I spent like five hundred dollars on Dreamcast stuff because it was the console of the future. No, that's fair because I got my Dreamcast and Final Fantasy VIII, and I played Final Fantasy VIII first. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to the store because I was about to turn ten years old and was going to get Final Fantasy VIII. And the guy's like, "Are you here for the Dreamcast?" And I was like, "No, I'm just here for oh. Final Fantasy VIII." And he's like, "Ah." Oh. And I still remember that to this day. What store? Do you remember which store you went? to? I think it was a Toys R Us. Yeah, 
Oh, the, the one out there? Yeah, like the, the... Dude, that means you and I... Now, I would have been like 18. <laughs> but you and I went to the same Toys R Us on the same day. Oh, snap. But Whoa. you were definitely in school because I skipped class. <laughs> you couldn't do that because you were a child. No, it was that... I, yeah, because I went that night with my mom. To I, I was a, a, a freshman at Southeastern. Uh, so instead of going to class, I went straight to Toys R Us for opening and bought my Dreamcast. That's a hell of a drive from Hammond. No, I lived in Baton Rouge. Oh, so you drove to Hammond for class? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I did, crazy. 45 minutes. That's no big deal. Um, plus, I know Neil loves Final Fantasy yes. VII, so I had to at least include this for you, buddy. Do you have a? Do you have a, your favorite Final Fantasy VII memory? Um, no. All of it. So, all <laughs> of it. <laughs> the entire game's good. No, that's fair. That's fair. And then, yeah, the Dreamcast, obviously. See, I thought about putting, but like mm. saving the Dreamcast for next, next year, year twenty five. Right. We'll Ooh. talk about that a year from now. <laughs> so I didn't buy. I never played Final Fantasy uh, uh, eight, or nine, mm-hmm. eight. eight, eight, eight. Yeah, I've never, I've never played it. Really, I own it. Mm-hmm. I own a lot of games. <laughs> Come and check them out. I've never actually played it. I, and I did a seven. Like I, I bought eventually, mm-hmm. but I didn't even own a PS one when seven came out. That's true. In fact, I bought my PS1 the day that Chrono Cross came out. Whoa. And that was like the first... That and Symphony of the Night were the first two games I played on. Chrono Cross was like why I had to get a PS2. Mm, Interesting. You could play that on a PS1. Right, but my PlayStation 1 was like a... Didn't, early production didn't like the discs so yeah like chrono cross would freeze in my playstation one sorry we're and not so talking we, about your games yeah. at all. no <laughs> you're good yeah so i went to get like a new playstation one yep and all they had was playstation 2 oh so why not upgrade so you can play it two. play the ps1 yeah. games why so would you not seven like final fantasy 7 obviously such a uh, an important game in the world mm-hmm. of, of role-playing games and it, it actually it does the opposite of what we were talking about earlier right complaining about when you're starting a new game and it just takes time to get going <laughs> and it's like what it feels like tutorially yeah but seven doesn't do that at all seven those are right in puts you and you don't even know like why you're here what you're doing but you learn quickly what you're doing it's it's such a good beginning of an rpg i love <laughs> the game so much it's so good was there a lot of i mean because for america right we would have gone from final fantasy 3 sure, on the super yeah. nintendo to final fantasy 7 right. on playstation <clears throat> very different look yes skipping a bunch of numbers was there a lot of like, like i feel like how did that feel back then because obviously i was six or i feel seven. like it, everyone that was maybe around my age was was reading the trade magazines so they, they knew they, they knew, knew like the stuff that wasn't getting released here gotcha they okay. even saw the screenshots yeah. of the n64 version of final fantasy oh, wow. 7 which never came out which actually wasn't even the characters from seven it was no. the characters i think from from six. four it six. was like it was yeah. six so just them as like yeah. triangle snowmen like 3d versions yeah. of those yeah. characters mm-hmm. psm actually had screen caps of that i remember seeing cool. it and being like what <laughs> so i mean every, we all knew uh, okay if you were buying video game and every everybody was reading video game magazines right if you weren't buying them you were you were at the grocery store <laughs> while like, your parents <laughs> were shopping and you were like flipping through, through them yeah because this was like i mean the internet was there but it was really like pre-internet Mm-hmm. Even though you could go to IGN and you could get all this information, but yeah, um, so yeah, when like when when Seven was such a hotly anticipated game because it was it was shifting uh, that that paradigm, right? Yeah, it was completely changing uh, visually. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, every aspect of of what those games were before Seven, the bar was just being moved. That yeah, I mean, Seven's what I missed when it initially came out, and then I still never really like played it in full. 
nor the remake played in full, but I know how like impactful it was, you know, in that franchise. I wonder in, in this like industry. if you're Capcom uh, or if you're Enix even mm-hmm. at the time and, and you're seeing what Square is doing and like what they're, yeah. what they're putting out. Uh, and then within like three years, like Final Fantasy X, like mm-hmm. just three, three and a half years between those games. Right. And like you're you're developing, you know, you're you're like how, how what are they doing? How do we get to where they are? It's, that had to be terrifying from you know from developers that were just basically coming off Super Nintendo games, right? Um, and even making sprite based RPGs mm-hmm. on PlayStation, yeah, yeah. And then like, seeing that's what, what Star Ocean was, did, yeah. I mean, PlayStation One game looks like a Super Nintendo game, which is still phenomenal. Yeah, but, but you're terrified great. as a developer or a publisher and seeing what Square is doing and like trying to figure out where they're getting these resources, mm-hmm. how are they making these games? And now you like it's funny because you look back on games from that era now, and I don't know, there is no like look back like love, like man, this these games look just as good as I because they like looked like shit back then like if you actually i, I, I don't think, know yeah the P- ps1 me. era games they they don't age as gracefully as like a, a, a like you look at a final fantasy 6 sprite on a super nintendo and that still looks great right to this yeah. day or three whatever but like yeah, yeah you go like like put final fantasy 8 in your playstation and it actually, just looks like it's smeared. you know i i think the pre-rendered backgrounds do age very well in those games yeah and, yes um, like the, the, the like the story moments like the cutscenes. yeah, yeah those looked those well, blew even, my mind back then and then it comes back to like squall with his like blur for no a i mean that's that's a funny meme really it's like yeah. the best looking guy yeah. here. here and then it's zoomed in on squall's <laughs> funky looking face but i mean the 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 character models and the battle sequences, they looked great then and they still look good now. Mm-hmm. Like they I think those yeah. have aged very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the frame rate is crap. But uh, hey, we gotta make concessions. But <laughs> yeah, I mean can't have it all. The game still looks and plays great. Yeah. I actually find that, you know, when they release Super Nintendo games or like the Pixel Remaster stuff, I actually find that that looks worse than like a PlayStation game because those games are like built and are supposed to be blurry. Like, because of you're CRT, playing on a CRT, you're saying, So, yeah, like, right. pixel-perfect stuff, to me, just looks weird. It's, like, too good. Yeah. It doesn't have the... the what you're saying is that the CRT was taken into account when they're designing these sprites because the way that it looked on your TV was mm-hmm. not the way that it would look if you drew those sprites on paper. Yeah. yeah. So they would, like, use the blur of it, of, mm-hmm. I guess it was progressive scan uh, i mean this would have been before that I mean, nobody was nobody was doing progressive scan in the, in the mid 90s but, so. yeah so it would you know make it kind of like blur together and look better. right mm-hmm. but then you have games now that are like recreating that like pixel look but like taking that into account like not the remake like like well stuff like sea of stars it's like it's 16-bit era-esque, but it is yeah. way more yeah. pixels than a 16-bit Super could Nintendo handle. could not handle this game. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like the the level of detail they're able to do in pixel art games, like that kind of like pixel-perfect art looks amazing. Mm-hmm. But stuff like, you know, when you're playing like Mario 3 on the Switch. <laughs> like it, it, no, it's fair because, I mean, I'm just saying that because I'm playing through Octopath, which is using that kind of like pixel art style yeah. on like the weird 3D diorama art, like, you know, environment. So, I mean, those pixels look good because they're like doing it to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not trying to recreate like it does on a, on a Super Nintendo or One something. One thing I will say is the uh, PlayStation 1 games on like the PS5 or PS4, I guess, that CRT filter is actually really good because mm-hmm. um, it actually makes it look like it's really on a CRTV and hmm. not just 
Like I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked at how good it is. <laughs> Renee, what are your experiences with Seven? And well, I didn't get them when they launched um, because I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. But um, whenever I did finally get a PlayStation, I also had my brother's like book, like giant CD case mm. full of uh, PlayStation One games. So I did play through all of Seven, but I got to the end. And because of the, like, background, I couldn't figure out how to get from one part of the chasm to the next. Like, seriously, I could tell you exactly where it was. It was like, okay, you, like, go into, like, that giant chasm and you go to the next screen. It was, like, the second screen. I was, like, I literally could not figure out how to get there. spiral down? Yes. I couldn't figure out how to do it. So I was, like, well, okay, I'll just come back to this later. I'll go do some side quest stuff. So I go and do some side quest stuff, which is all incredibly difficult. And I ended up like not really getting anywhere with that either, like fighting the emerald weapon and the ruby weapon and um, trying to do the chocobo racing, which I got. (laughs) This is another it's like a theme. I got to like the very like the second to the last like chocobo before I could get the was it the gold chocobo or the black Mm -hmm. chocobo? Or gold is the top. Yeah, I think I got the black chocobo, but... Mm -hmm. I like I got the formula right, but I don't know. I couldn't get the right chocobo. So I was like, okay, fine. I'm just going to go beat Sephiroth. I need to stop this. I need to go beat <laughs> Sephiroth. And I go back to the spiral and I have the exact same problem. So I was like, you know what? What What's the next page over? Oh, Final Fantasy VIII. I'm going to put that disc. Disc one. I'll come back to seven. Never did. Also did the exact same thing in Final Fantasy VIII. I get to the very end, which... Can I spoil? I mean, yeah, is that like, okay? It's been 24 it's been years. 10 years. Okay, well, you get to like the very end and you're kind of like in this labyrinth, I guess, and it's just Squall and you have to like go find your other party members. Mm-hmm. But I, so I picked up like uh, two of my party members and then I just so happened to, in the maze, make it to the last boss. And I was like, let me just see what she's about. So I like fought her and didn't get very far and was like, that's nice. I'll come back to that later. She never came back to that later. Oh, no. So that's my story with Final <laughs> Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII. I got to the very, very end and did not beat them. And I would really like to because I've seen the endings of these games, but I mm-hmm. haven't earned them for oh, myself. Man. So That's fair. Okay. Still need to play Remake. Yeah, I do still need to Remake's play Remake. so good. You watched yeah. me play it. I did, yeah. I'd like to play like the extra stuff, the stuff with Yuffie, because yeah. I love Yuffie. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. <laughs> Steals all your materia, you know. Just ninja <laughs> things. Okay, let's talk about some news. Um, you're going to be paying more for PlayStation Plus very, very soon. That's a bold assumption of you to say. That, <laughs> <laughs> or you won't be paying for PlayStation Plus at all very, very be, soon. Maybe pay, I'll be paying less and just bumping down two levels, most likely. Yeah. So they've uh, announced price increases taking effect uh, now. Now, yeah, September 6th. After you're hearing this, uh, your essential plan, which was originally the base plan, it still is the base plan, was 60 a year. Now it's going to be 80. The extra plan, which lets you kind of do the Game Pass stuff where you can download games for free, quote-unquote, that you pay for, is going up from 100 to 135 for the year. And then the premium plan, which allows for the cloud storage, the retro games, and the game trials, is going from 120 to 160 for the year. And yeah, that went into effect on September 6th, so which is 
on or after you're hearing this. Let's talk about the, what they've also announced, the improvements that they're and the new features that mm-hmm. they're bringing to PlayStation Plus because of these price. Yeah, you want to go ahead and cover those, Stephen? So there are no new features. Um, this is only a price increase, and there's no improvements and no new features. So that, just like everything else these days. And depending on the territory you live in, it could be a 50% increase in what you're paying. Oh, because uh, of like conversion? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, because what is this? The essential plan from sixty to eighty—that's a thirty-three percent increase. Extra yeah. from one hundred to thirty-five is a thirty-five percent increase, and then premium going from one twenty to one sixty is what is that? That's forty dollars. That's about a thirty-three percent increase. Yeah. So about a third across the board. Um, you know, in these economic times, Sony uh, their their expenses have gone up because uh, they've got to dig up more internet, to, um, <laughs> more cloud storage to store your game saves. If you're currently subscribed to PlayStation Plus, Sony says the price increase won't take effect until uh, your next renewal date uh, uh, on or after November 6th. Yeah. So I guess if you were up for renew in the next couple months, you still get it for the old prices. But if you're signing up new or upgrading, it's the new prices starting now. So so the reason why this is happening, it's because um, new, sub, uh, new subs have stalled. The, they haven't really increased the amount of sub that they have so the only way to increase so if you increase prices 35% and lose 15% of your subs still you still come out of money. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. the math they're trying to do so I guess they're anticipating losing about what 10-20% of their yeah it's all members baked, if they're baked going into 35. the numbers yeah. right so uh, while we're talking about bummer news we can talk about Volition Games yes uh, that studio is unfortunately shut down this past week uh, they are the developers who made Saints Row um, along with the Red Faction games, and after so, uh, thirty years in business, the yeah, so they're just shut down. And, and I think the slimiest thing about this was the timing of the announcement, mm-hmm. uh, because it the, the the announcement was made at, like basically the same hour of the Starfield um, embargoes going embargo like, being lifted. Yeah, so all those reviews are coming out, and obviously it was dominating the news. And let's yeah. slip out that oh, yeah, we're shutting Volition down. Granted, ever I mean they are top of the world. Saints were the third. And then Saints Row 4 came out, and it got mixed reviews. Right. And then they kind of redid Saints Row last year, and it just well, wasn't... Even before that, they had that, that oh, game, Agents of... Agents of Mayhem, yeah. that did not hit the numbers that probably the uh, I forgot about was, that game. Yeah, everyone did. Everyone did. It was at E3, and I think we saw it, and it was like, I don't know, I'm not playing this at all. <laughs> um, I tried playing some of the Saints Row... John Michael got it for my birthday last year. Some of the Saints Row remake, and it's just... It didn't, like... Who's this game for? It didn't feel like any of the old fun ones. It, didn't, right. it wasn't a good GTA game. It wasn't even a good, like, 06 Saints Row, yeah. like, do it again. It just Is had it no soul. good enough for an $80 service per year that you pay for? <laughs> no. And it is free to, as of yeah. t- today or yesterday on mm-hmm. PlayStation Plus, you could download it. Probably not. You'd probably have more fun just putting in Saints Row the Third again and just playing that. Yeah, it's, it's mm. one of those things we, we I've said, like, every... Uh, past three weeks on the show it's like while you're playing this game you could probably think of like 10 other games you'd rather be playing yeah unfortunately that's kind of the case if i was nine or or i guess uh, 17 age appropriate uh (laughs) so if i was younger i probably would love it because you have so much time and 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 Mm -hmm. now as we get older uh time being the most valuable resource when it comes to playing games and not price but yeah you just you have to kind of budget your time and Mm -hmm. uh, if it's not stellar what am i doing like why am i playing this so good luck to everyone, you know, who's working there, um, like that they can land on their feet. And really, so Embracer, like this is this has been a thing, right? They, they, and it will continue to be a thing that, because they they had lost uh, a, a huge 
influx of Saudi cash. Yeah. Uh, and we're talking billions of dollars. They were expecting to get infused into their uh, operations. And I guess they were going to continue to try to be uh, th- that THQ model, which mm-hmm. I don't, I still don't understand how they expect this to work to put <laughs> out and literally putting out like wrestling games and SpongeBob games. Like they are doing THQ to a T. Mm-hmm. And if that didn't work for THQ in 2014, why is it going to work? Why would it now? work for Embracer? I don't, I just don't understand it. So good luck to all them. Uh, moving on, there's a new Rugrats game coming out. Yeah, so that's kind of cool because it, it, it looks like it, it looks like an NES game that never came out. Uh, Rugrats hmm. Adventures in Gameland uh, is coming out for PC and consoles next year. But yes, it's kind of a throwback that to that graphical look. But you can press the Halo button <laughs> and make it look and new. make it look like a brand new. And it, then it has like the it just looks like the animation, right? The the, the characters look like they are from the show. With its, That's really cute. Yeah, and then you could press that button again and go back to like NES style. <laughs> and there's so you you can cycle through four playable characters, much like uh, TMNT on yeah. the first one on NES. But I loved Rugrats when I was a child growing up. And did you know there's like Rugrats, a new version of Rugrats that's out there on TV there for multiple, you to watch? Like the, isn't well, I guess that makes sense up? with a new game being announced. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the new Rugrats has been around for a few years. It's all like that CG style animation that the kids like these days it's not kids love the cg anime the the hand-drawn stuff that we grew up on are they babies they are babies they're back to being babies i did see that we watched a couple episodes and it was it was bad (laughs) no like Mm -mm. it's you know i'm not a kid not you know a child but it was not good right um so Hopefully this game is better than the I think new the, reincarnation of 3D Rugrats. Yeah, I think there's there's a market for. I mean, it's just it's that nostalgia grab, right? Those mm-hmm. people that I grew up with Rugrats, and it, I wasn't one of them because even when it when it was That's new, you were aged felt, out of that. Then it felt like yeah. a little too young for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I did like Doug, which premiered like the same day yeah. as Rugrats, <laughs> but I didn't like Rugrats. But as so the people that are a little younger than me maybe have some nostalgia for that and want to spend money on um neil says no uh, and that, <laughs> he is that demographic so yeah. i guess that was wrong yeah i grew up with Nobody. rugrats and i couldn't not interested like in this buying a rugrats game yeah. if you yeah. want to play a 2d platformer i recommend disney illusion island now i, I will say this i see people walking around all the time with yeah. like rugrats jackets you go to the mall you know, like one of those athletic stores yeah shirts. they've got the merchandising still down and i've never seen neil wear any of this stuff no. so uh, maybe you are still not but maybe those people I, are. I have my Reptar maybe, t-shirt in my maybe. closet right now yeah. still did you buy the cereal that funko released i mean there's <laughs> no. you know i did like rugrats but i, I think i was kind of like you i like doug more yeah i mean i liked like your uh, show what can I say? like salute your shorts yeah I'm waiting for the FMV Salute Your Shorts Summer yeah. Adventure game. Dude, like Mad Dog style? Yeah, that's but right. Salute Your Shorts. You know, uh, what's the this Zeke camp's the plumber? not big enough for both of us. <laughs> yeah, Zeke shows up and you got to press left to escape, you know? That's, Donkey that'd lips. be fun. Uh, some updates on some games in development. Ooh. Uh, good news. The Elder Scrolls Six is officially out of pre-production mm. and is now in early development. So, I mean, this is obvious. Starfield is yeah, out. is out. And that means you can put most of your Starfield team on the Elder Scrolls. I, I, so, I think 
there is nothing that I care about less in this world <laughs> than any game developed by Bethesda, but I'm excited for people that like Bethesda games. And that's what? a lot of people. That's a lot of people. What is a realistic, because we can like joke and meme about the question I'm about to ask, what is a realistic guess for when Elder Scrolls Six will release? So that what depends. That, that depends, right? Mm-hmm. Because like how much money can they, and I don't, can you make any money from a game on a subscription service? But how well will Starfield continue to be received mm. and supported? If Starfield came out and was like not popular, yeah, wouldn't you think that a uh, another Bethesda game would get come would would get pushed and and maybe come out sooner? Wait, is Starfield a live game? No, but uh, but everything is. Oh, okay, everything sure. is right. Re- so if there's more people playing. If no saying. one is playing Starfield, then wouldn't they be like, we got to get this we Elder gotta... Scrolls out faster? I see. Okay. So I, I think it doesn't like... even matter, mm-hmm. right? Because you'll have people playing Starfield because it seems to be great. Yeah. People are going to be playing that for a decade. So why rush? Why even bother putting yeah. out yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls until that cools down? Mm-hmm. Do you think it gets to a point of something like No Man's Sky? Do I think Starfield gets? To... No. Mm-hmm. I think that what I think what you're experiencing right now, if you have Starfield in early access, is going to be pretty similar to what you're going to be experiencing in that game six years from now. Yeah. Because it seems to be, and I know this is not what you're talking about, but Starfield seems to be like the most complete Bethesda game they've ever released. Like mm-hmm. they, do, it's not, it's not being showered with videos of people experiencing bugs. You know, it, you it still works. see them pop up, but sure, I mean, yeah. that's like really all you hear about is like, well, there's the typical Bethesda bug, but like this game's great. And it's, yeah, yeah it's, like, it's, it seems like it works. None right? of us had a chance to touch Starfield in its early access date, right? But yeah, is uh, is six still going to be on the creation engine? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Mm. But what what do you do? You think that that for Microsoft and for Game Pass purposes, because they're interested in in getting you to sub to the service to get the game and not not necessarily buying the? Do you try to get another like another Elder Scrolls out? To coincide, you know, within the first year of like a boxed console that replaces the current Xbox, is that something that's significant? If you're Phil Spencer, do you do you have constant communication with that development team in Bethesda, Maryland, to I, try to get them to get well, them the resources that they need? Because Xbox really hasn't had like a a, a launch worth I, noting since 2005. Well, considering right? my like realistic answer to this is 2028. Which is like that, way, way yeah, off, like right? twenty you know, maybe twenty seven, twenty eight. Like that is seven to eight years after the Xbox Series X came out, right? So it could be one of those like split gen releases, maybe mm-hmm. where it comes out on the Series X, and then it comes out on the Series Y, or the next one's fucking called. But also, if you're if you are a Bethesda and you're trying to figure out, you know what what is going to be the requirements of our mm-hmm. software, like what system will 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 be needed to like yeah. run what we're going to build. Are we building this game for what's not even out right now? Is Because is, it won't be a situation where when the next Elder Scrolls comes out, you won't be able to play that on a Series S. You just won't. No, yeah. It, it's not going to be possible. So will it even be playable on a Series, Series X, X? Or will it be with whatever's coming out further? I mean, if it comes out around like 27, 28, I would think it would have to be. Uh, would it because, be both? Have to well, be both. Yeah, like Series X and whatever the next thing is, because I mean Microsoft's big thing is Game Pass. See, but that that right there saying that this game is going to be built with what's on store shelves 
today. That's that severely limits what they can. Well, do we also don't know what which well, right. well, five but, years from now. But but also, like, I'm pretty sure it's still on the creation engine, which is what was made for Oblivion. So do you scale that game? So do you make it like yeah, yeah I, you can play it on the Series X, but the true like experience, if you really want to see what this game can do, you're going to need to. Well, all the thing is, too, we don't know what Xbox is doing with themselves because we're assuming they're going to release another console in seven years after the X Series X. But we did half-step consoles last cycle. Right. We could do that again. And with Xbox just wanting it to be service, mm. they release a Series Y as their half-step, right? And then, Series Z. Yeah. And like I'm saying, they could release new machines every four years with better insides. And the games kind of keep scaling with that, where they dump the Series S. Now all the games have to work with Series X. Now it's and the, this new thing. It's the iPad all over again. And, and that's you know? what they want to move towards. Yeah. And then when Elder Scrolls Six comes out in the next three or four or five years, it has to be compatible with Series Y and Series Z. You this know, is why like, I don't develop video games. It's, it's too complicated. You're right, because they have to be playing for the future. Because I know, obviously, some work's been being done, but a lot of the, the manpower at that studio is probably on Starfield, right? So now if mm. this is just an early development, there's no way in hell we'd see it before 2026. Like, it has to be 2027 at the earliest. Yeah, so you I, have to be shooting for whatever is next, which is wild, like Grand Theft Auto, where we didn't even have an Elder Scrolls iteration this game console cycle. Right. Because Skyrim for came PS4 out on... PS4 didn't have... Like hell, even PS4, or might even, would not even have one for PS5, right? Because right. Skyrim was 360 PS3. That's right, yeah. Holy Ooh. shit. 2000, it was... It it's was crazy n- to think that. November 11th, 2011 <laughs> is <laughs> yeah. the day that game came out. Oh. <laughs> which is the day before we got married. <laughs> so, yeah, that I didn't even... So, we could go through two console cycles without a new Elder Scrolls game. We could also go through two console cycles without a new Grand Theft Auto, which right. is just like this... I guess goes to show the scale of both of those it's projects. Those so games. when when do when does video game development become uh, unsustainable? Is it already there? Because you you can't you can't develop a game for ten years unless you unless you release it as like a live service uh, game. I mean, it really just depends on the game. I mean, Grand Theft Auto Six is going to be able to sustain it. Like Absolutely. however much it well, takes well, to develop, it well, will, no, it's going to make that back in three days. I don't. Well, yes and no because to Stephen's point, we haven't had a new Grand Theft Auto because, because Grand Theft Auto Five's online service is a live service. Game. Well, right, had, kept right. it going for a decade, right. and now we're finally because Red Dead's did not. Nope. Right. So if Grand Theft Auto Online was like the Red Dead Online, I bet you we'd already have Grand Theft Auto Six. Even though now. Red Dead has sold over fifty million right. copies, which is Plus you can't always have your studio where you put out one game every six years, but it sells a billion, you know, fucking units, so then that's the only game you need to make for ten years. See that's why Nintendo put Pikmin out, took them <laughs> a couple years to make, I think, probably. It's fine. Just keep your games less than four K and you can release or them. Or you've got or- like Metroid finally hit 3 million copies on a <laughs> on a game. Yeah. We did it. Huge success. Or, you know, speaking of other like grand scale adventure games, uh, news came out that over 260 developers at CD Projekt Red are shifting to the new Witcher game uh, now that uh, Cyberpunk, the new Cyberpunk DLC, which is titled Phantom Liberty, uh, you know, is out or almost out. Now, that's a that's a game that I think is coming out sooner than Skyrim. Right? Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. CD Projekt Red seems to have a history of like actually releasing games. I, what is like it? They'll say a game is coming, and then within three years, it's it's playable usually. Now this also, one, it's kind of weird too, considering like Bethesda even did with Fallout Four, like, hey, here it is, <laughs> out in three months. Yeah, and that was great, like, <laughs> right? But and, and not a not not the perfect Fallout game, but still you know. a great game. Like mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. people really loved Fallout Four, and, it, was all right. and it, it did not have that long tail of like 
or it's been 10 years since then. No, it's just good. And, it, you know, it's been, what? It's been eight years since Witcher 3. Because yeah. that was 2015. Granted, yes. they put out Cyberpunk in 2020? Yeah, something like that. Like 2019, uh, The next Witcher game, which is codenamed Polaris right now, is switching to Unreal Engine 5. After its engine. own, red, uh, you know, its own undeveloped Red Engine. So, help. might be a little more time there switching to that or i don't know that might help speed things up i don't know how unreal engine 5 because i don't know how to make video games so that's yep. very difficult none of us do i would think switching to unreal 5 would, is helping speed things up i would agree because mm-hmm. yeah. especially if you start outsourcing some other things like it's an engine that everyone would be you know yeah used then, to working in when you if you i guess cd project red owns its own uh like online store mm-hmm. but if it, if they're release if they're developing this game in unreal engine and they do release it on Epic Store. They'll get a hundred percent of the development uh, or the sales. Like oh, Epic right. won't yeah. take one mm-hmm. penny for the first like three or six months, something like that. Uh, do you like so on four copies? Yeah, <laughs> for all those people that yeah. Do you like cleaning things with high pressurized water? I did that I today. Love it. <laughs> if you've been playing Power Wash Simulator, who hasn't? Who exactly? Who amongst us? Speaking of. <laughs> canon ff7 stories <laughs> yeah there was a final fantasy expansion or dlc for yeah. power wash it's Simulator. literally canon to remake <laughs> and now well not now soon there will be uh back to the future expansion coming to power wash simulator where you can guess what wash the delorean i'll have to take a films an adult film studies course or something to understand what this back to the future uh is i guess this is a movie or something <laughs> <laughs> I'm it go will go back to my my group. It yeah. will cost eight dollars. That's it. Should have been eight point eight dollars and eighty cents. Eighty eight. So you can wash the DeLorean. You can uh, wash the DeLorean with the, pr- is, the pressure is, washer. Is there anything else from the Back to the nope, Future world it. you can wash? <laughs> can I wash it? But it's like in the old west. You so me? wash you, Marty. Yeah, wash. You can wash the DeLorean. Okay. Doc Brown's van. Uh, yep. The Hill Valley Clock Tower. I was going to say Clock Tower, yeah. Uh, the Holomax Theater and the Time Train. That's great. I yeah, I forgot about the Time train. train. Spoiler yeah. alert from Back to the Future Part 3. Oh, yeah, they build a train. <laughs> so, yeah, you can wash all those things for $8. That's, and here's here's the picture of the, of the Power Wash Simulator guy with his, like... Full attire on, looking at his watch can like you, it's the. Can the you cover dress up like uh, Martian Marty <laughs> when he has the oh, yellow yeah, uh, he can, like, in, outfit on? That would be really funny. Unfortunately, this is in first person. Well, yeah, but there might be a mirrored surface if you have an <laughs> RTX card. Uh, let's see. Also, this past week there was a Nintendo Direct featuring Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Um, which that game looks trippy as hell. So if you want to look at all that, you can check that out. I don't want to talk about the content because half of that fun is yeah. seeing the weird shit, but I will talk features um, where this is another side-scrolling 2D Mario game where you can play you know, one to four players couch co-op. All the characters in this one play the same, whether you're Mario, Luigi, or Peach, or Daisy, whereas you know, in previous Mario games, uh, Peach could float or Luigi could jump higher. Yeah. So now they all play the same, but you can also play as a Nabbit and Yoshi, who are invincible. Oh, cool. Where they, you can still like fall to your death, but if you get hit by stuff, it doesn't kill you. So it's like, you know, a slightly easier mode for Nintendo's been kind of doing that. Same kind of deal if you die, you kind of float around as a ghost. And if one of your buddies touches you, then you kind of pop back into uh, where you're on the map. But this one has this weird kind of like journey kind of like 
multiplayer where you can play through a level and you could see ghost images of other players playing at the same time. Is it like uh, recording or is it live? It's live. No, it's live. So it's actually pretty cool because so it's you're playing multiplayer with these other people, but because they're ghosts, you can't like hit them or Mm -hmm. like accidentally bump bump into into them. them. So So you're all playing this game cooperatively. Yeah, because if you die and with other the ghost players around, you can still turn into a bubble and run into one of them and pop you, and you're back to good. You can also drop like a little stick man of you and a another player can run into that and, and not no not pick they can um pop their bubble if they die oh. and it will show you how many people you help or how many person how many people that little stick thing has helped or whatever so that all seems uh kind of neat it takes place in the flower kingdom of course mm-hmm. Ooh, um, yeah. going on a little vacation from the mushroom kingdom so it looks super neat really colorful really vibrant you know they they showed a bunch of stuff so if you don't want to see all the weird stuff don't watch it but they even tease there's even more weird shit than the stuff they showed there uh, you can be an elephant. Yes, everyone can be an elephant. Everyone can be an elephant, and you can shoot water. Because you know, did you miss Mario Sunshine? Mm-hmm. Now you can spray some water again with your elephant Clean trunk. is Yay. better <laughs> than dirty, according to that game. So uh, Mario Wonder drops on October 20th, which is the same day as Spider-Man 2. It's a busy day. Uh, but two weeks before that, you can get a brand new Nintendo Switch OLED version that's red. Yeah. With a little Mario logo on the on the dock, which is also red, all red, red. Dock, all red, nice. Because uh, I got the red controllers, the Joy Cons. You got to get the red dock. I just bought the white one. Damn so it! I knew I should have waited. Nintendo. So, October sixth, you can get your red Mario Red Nintendo Switch OLED. So I think Taylor Swift's probably already got hers pre-ordered. Probably she's ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> on stage with it. Uh, so that's it for all of your news this week that I wrote down. Let's talk about some new releases. There's a lot. There is yeah. a lot. We're getting into the thick of things. It is now September. So back in the day, uh, this is when you would start to have your new release shipments come in. and It would be like 40 games every Tuesday because mm-hmm. it would be like 12 different versions of SpongeBob. <laughs> this is around the time when like stuff would start hitting the stores. So uh, today, which is totally September 5th, you can play Chance of Sinar on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. All past-gen consoles on that one. Um, let's see. We can also play uh, Rune Factory 3 Special on yeah. Switch. So what's what? the difference? Oh, no. Please don't ask me. <laughs> I don't. I, what if I already have three? Oh. Well, this one's special. That sounds better. Yeah. I'm so bad with it's keeping like, up with the Rune Factory games. There's so many. And honestly, all the characters are cute, but they all look the same. So it's really difficult for me to tell the difference between these games, even though they're very good. <laughs> but, oh, man. Uh, let's see. Features new to Rune Factory 3 special include Newlywed Mode. Standalone adventures unlocked after marriage to each uh, of the game's 11 <laughs> eligible bachelorettes and a hell difficulty hell. to hell. challenge even veteran players. So after you get married, you unlock <laughs> standalone adventures. That, that's, what, that's what, hey, I'm you just know. telling you what it says on Nintendo.com. Yeah. Slash store. Make it makes sense. <laughs> Uh, let's see, on Wednesday, which is September 6th, if you don't have early access to Baldur's Gate 3 on PlayStation 5 or Starfield on Xbox Series X or S or PC, 
you can play those uh, with everyone else. I recommend playing Baldur's Gate. Yeah, Baldur's Gate is uh, very good. So good. On Thursday, September 7th, you can play Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis on iOS and Android. Neil, what's that? You're nodding your head. It's a gotcha game. Oh, perfect. We don't have enough of those, but I guess it's Eek. specifically Final Fantasy VII. Well, the gotcha, I think, is just costumes. Mm. So it's basically going to be like a uh, Genshin-style game, I guess. But on your yeah. Oh yeah, I guess Genshin's on your phone, right? I yeah. on your phone, but I mean, Genshin's it's not going to play like that. But ba- basically, this is Final Fantasy. It is the entire Final Fantasy VII story as a gotcha game. That's so fascinating. prequels, sequels, all of it. What? Okay, can you name? All of the Final Fantasy VII games in Before chronological Christ. order, um, like to the canon. Zach Efron's adventure. To, um, sure. Before Crisis. So there's Before Crisis, which is a Turks story. Then there is Crisis Core, which is when you play as Zach and is that you a, learn about his adventures. Wait, 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 yeah. I have one more request in this mm-hmm. list. What are what am I playing all these on? Oh my um, god! So Before Crisis was like <laughs> Japanese only cell phone. Great. Um, Crisis Core was PSP and now on like everything. Yeah. Okay. Switch. Uh, I thought that was the PSP one, but I then the OG is the next okay. in the timeline. Um, and then technically Dirge of Cerebus, because yeah. that's about a year after. Is that also a PSP game? That is PS2. Oh, you can PS2. play with a mouse and keyboard. Yes, <laughs> and you can play with a mouse and keyboard. Wait, and why? It's on PS2. Because it's a third-person shooter. You play as Vincent. Oh, okay. Um, then after that is Advent Children in the movie, which takes place two years after. <laughs> okay. um, so that is on uh, UMD, UMD, DVD, yes. VHS, uh, Blu-ray, now 4K Ultra Blu-ray. I want the VHS uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um And let's see, what is after that? Split timeline. Um, yeah, then there's Remake, which I'm not going to say for if you haven't played it. Um, it is OG, we'll just say that. <laughs> and um, then there's Kingdom Hearts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which we won't go into detail yeah. about. Also, Sephiroth teaches typing. What's another yeah. game? Could, yeah. I want that to be real. Type that mother. Awesome, so, And this is actually going to have a new story um, called The First Soldier. So it was supposed to be told in the Battle Royale that Which got shut down. already got shut down. Oh. Um, so instead they moved it over to this. But it's basically a earlier story about Sephiroth. Which if you've seen in the trailer, there's like a Sephiroth with short hair. And that is that is what this is. So it follows, and I love how Final Fantasy does this sometimes because it's like follows Sephiroth and his new friends, and like literally one of his name is like Brian, no. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> Dale, yeah, Dale. But or, I, I think one of his name is like Matt, and it's just like well, like what? like you have Sephiroth, Genesis, and Geo, and then Zach, like <laughs> yeah. Cloud, Tifa. Barrett and yeah. Uh. So are you gonna get this? Are you gonna play this? Oh yeah, I mean okay. it's free. So That's yeah, I'm gonna. It only costs it. your precious time. And you know I've uh, I've played other Final Fantasy gotcha things and been good about not overspending. And if this is just all like cosmetic costumes, like that is I'm not gonna care. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, where if does... it's just free to play, then I'm gonna play it. Where does theater rhythm fall into the timeline? The pantheon. <laughs> mm. Well, I guess also Tactics falls in yeah. there, too. I True. guess that's oh, when he yeah. falls in the live stream. Life stream. Wait, what about Dissidia? Yeah. Isn't Cloud oh, in that, shit. too? Yeah. So that probably go branches off more of the Kingdom Hearts timeline. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Also on September 7th, you can play Rugby 24 on PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox uh, One, Series S, X, PSC, PC. PSC. Yes. PC. That's the game. Do you need to play the first 23 rugby's to uh, pop up on the story? Yes. yes. Rugby 24. What is the the scrum? Is that what they call it? It's a scrum, yeah. When you get into the... And they kind of like... Especially yeah, with all the story heads. modes they have now. <laughs> I, I would love uh, an EA Sports story <laughs> mode and a rugby game. Rugby 358 days over two. Mm. It would be the first time that it's a, that a it video game character... Takes three hours to save after you start. It would be the first time a video game, a video game character is allowed to say that four-letter C word that we're not allowed to say on this podcast crap uh, i mean if you're if you're a rugby player you probably call all, the, all your teammates <laughs> one of those c words and then on friday september 8th you can play fay farm on switch and pc love farms as well as nba 2k 24 your new basketball casino simulator <laughs> On PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. So it's Kobe's game uh, again. It's only been a couple years since mm-hmm. Kobe got the cover, but this is uh, well, 24, 24, which is his number for one of them. So it's, it, I don't understand. Okay. Yep. They are, wait. Yeah. Math. What it says the, math? the 25th anniversary of NBA 2K. But didn't it come out in 1999? Yes, that was 24 years ago. Well, this is but this is the 25th game because there was the there was a zero game. Oh yeah, NBA 2K. Yeah, 2K. There's, okay, there was, then 2K one. There was 99 okay. and then two. So this this game has the the mode that they did for Jordans, uh, where you can redo like you all can redo Kobe's the moments. moments. That's Score right. 81. Play the flu game. Pull your jersey to the side and show your nipple. Yep that that game that game. So you can you can choose. You can make the moments not happen. Yeah. You can make them happen. Make them happen. It's up to you. <laughs> and that's it for your new releases. And that's it for this podcast. But before we get out of here, Neil finally saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Yay! Mutant Mayhem. Yeah. Who's your favorite turtle? Yeah. Well, Michelangelo is my favorite. Yeah. But what did yeah. what did you think? Of of this new iteration of Turtles, um, it was really good. Yeah, um, the movie itself was fine, mm-hmm. uh, but what I really enjoyed about it the most was just man, like they really the the dynamic of them as brothers, mm-hmm. like I think was the best in, yeah. in this movie. Um, it, and it definitely felt like they were like teenagers yeah. even more so i don't understand teenagers these days because i'm also now old so yeah. everything's cringe <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to be cringe yeah there, there was a lot of like um i guess you would say like gen z phrases yeah. or something like that, got mad that riz. i only know due to like where i work so <laughs> like i, I kind of got the humor in most of it but, leonardo ain't got no riz man yeah it's true <laughs> um but yeah there was a lot of moments like uh, i mean it was a really good movie mm-hmm. uh I think another reason I really liked it is because I love. I mean, is this a spoiler cast or? Ah, you know, if you, hey, if you're listening to this and you don't want to talk about this, we'll see you next week. Okay, now we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, so like, I just I love how quickly like how this one ends with them like interacting with humans and humans oh. loving them. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just like an element of Ninja Turtles that, like, especially on this scale, I don't know is. If it's well, ever been done, no, and I'm no, sure something will be thrown off in the next one. Where well, right, <laughs> but like just like the acceptance of like oh, going yeah. to high school and stuff it, like this. Like they they've always had their like certain humans they know and interact with, but mm-hmm. them like being accepted in the broader world, like th- this is 
really cool. Mm-hmm. It's like the equivalent. I really like it. Of like all of New York knowing who Peter Parker is, right? yeah. yeah, like that literally mm-hmm. has never happened before. I don't know if that's ever happened in Spider Man, but th- that has never happened in Ninja Turtles, where yeah. it's like there was a comic where he unveiled his identity, but then like shit happened. Now I forgot, kind of like the b- bad movie. Yeah. But um, I didn't realize in Ninja Turtles that like it was that equivalent. That's very interesting. I didn't yeah. really think about that, but yeah, I guess I mean it was a big fresh take and. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I love this movie. And, yeah. and I mean, even the dynamic, like with the villains, like that whole understanding of like, oh, y'all are mutants too. Like we should be on the same side, mm-hmm. and how like that kind of like weaves in into the story of how they get in. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. Like it, it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Where would you rank it with all the other all the other turtle movies that have come out in the last thirty years? Oh uh, man, I mean, the first one is just. I don't know if that'll ever be passed for me. <laughs> That's um, fair. I mean, it, it may be a certain level of nostalgia, but it's also just that style of movie. Like those, that turtle will never be done again. Like yeah. that is a dark movie that is not really a children's movie. And I'm okay with turtles being a children's thing, mm-hmm. but even this one kind of seemed like it was pushing uh, it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like it, like, even with Asher watching it, I was like, man, some of this, I'm kind of glad he doesn't know like some of the stuff that they're kind of saying. And, mm-hmm. um, but man, yeah, it was, it was a really good movie. Um, I'm Seth Rogen killed it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that whole voice cast was really good. The whole voice I was, cast, yeah. man, I was vibing with the whole like single splinter dad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that stuff. like all those scenes were like, Kind of weird that he's great. making out with a bug lady. But yeah. It's a talking rat, so I can't. Yeah. Like it's... Yeah, right. Yeah. But, um, and just like the whole point of like, you know, like how they learned like ninjutsu from movies and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And hey, stuff that's was how I learned like, all of yeah. my It was kind of a neat like little twist on like, I was wondering how they were going to do it. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, but yeah. And man, the, the animation in it is phenomenal. Beautiful. It's, that... it's incredible. That hallway fight scene. Yes. Yeah. So good. Gave me lots of uh, old boy vibes. <laughs> I can't wait. I keep checking like Amazon to see when I can fucking buy this. And yeah. So I want to so watch that's it. That's how I finally saw it was just because like you could buy it digitally. Oh, okay. So, so it's going to be coming out on the Blu-ray did. soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I saw it at the theater, but like, I don't know. I want to see it on my OLED sharp TV. Not not a sharp TV. It's a, you know, yeah. it's yeah, a Sony. It's not made but... by sharp. <laughs> But the the theater screen we went to just didn't seem like it wasn't laser laser projection. And I feel like there was lacking something in that. But the movie was so good. The you know. Dolby that we saw it at, like the, it feels almost like OLED. Yeah, because it's like yeah. the dark parts are really dark, and mm-hmm. then the light parts like contrast so well, more mm-hmm. so than like at an IMAX or a standard. I don't know. I keep we keep uh, proselytizing the, <laughs> the Dolby. Dolby. The yeah, keep. Word. I want to check yeah. it out uh, because. Across the Spider Verse drops on Blu-ray like today, I think. So can't wait to like watch Rushed that again and then Circuit Ninja City Turtles. and buy your copy now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, so. seeing this in like animation, like you still need to watch O Seven. Yeah, I do. I yeah. I just at this point need like, let's go on a Ninja Turtles Especially movie marathon. With who is your favorite? Yeah, like that movie. It's okay. a very good movie for that turtle. Because I haven't seen that one, and I never saw the Michael Bay ones. Yeah. So. The first one's eh, the second one's eh, er. like it's better. Uh, it's but the best casting for like Vern. Yeah, that I think Will Arnett. Yeah, Will like, Arnett so as Vern. My is issue with the perfect. first movie of like that is is it's not a Turtles movie. It's an April O'Neil movie, and Megan mm. Fox is just not a great April O'Neil. 
Mm, um, okay, that's but the fair. second one is a Turtles movie, and it was much better. Still not a great movie, but I mean, like with the stuff they were building up, I'm kind of sad we're never going to get that third one. You know, I felt but, the same way about the Snyderverse, but here we are. Yeah, those <laughs> movies are not as bad as like the DC Snyderverse movies. <laughs> <Fuck me>. <laughs> <laughs> they at least have their moments where they're yeah. good. I can't find those in those DC movies. There's that one scene where like the it was in slow motion and then like the flash was trying to sneak up on superman and then superman turned his head that was really cool that was cool i oh, also yeah. watched a I've scene seen that on tiktok <laughs> that is really cool because he because i think yeah. the flash is like shocked yeah, yeah. he's like oh shit he was like superman oh, he can me. move faster than he can so in the mm-hmm. new movie there's a scene where like he's trying to save people out of a building that's crumbling and falling and he mm-hmm. eats hot dogs in the middle because like his energy is running low just oh, like in sonic the hedgehog scene. yeah <laughs> it's really good chili scene. dogs power all the fastest heroes <laughs> it would be so bad they did have a cool like Kevin Smith moment in with the, the Flash with the the robot spider, yeah, yeah, and the Nick Cage Superman. I don't know. You could if you want to see the robot spider, just watch Wild Wild West. That's right. Watch <laughs> Wild Wild West. That's where it ended up. It's such right? a good movie. I love that movie. I'm not I, even being. I, I had never like, seen it, it until it. we watched it maybe a year or two ago. <laughs> it is wild. <laughs> it's a wild movie. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of our show. Yay! You can find Gamer on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerBR. Also, two locations worldwide conveniently located here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You can also follow me on threads. I am at Adam Arinder on that platform. Nope. <laughs> I'm on threads at Ro- Robo Steven with a PH. That's how you spell my name. <laughs> And I'm on Instagram and X uh, at Vanilla Law. That's like vanilla, but with a na. That's an A-E and an extra law at the end. I took notes. I'm going to follow you. I'm ready to go. You can also email this podcast, uh, GamerExpress at gmail.com. Next week, Neil will be out enjoying some family time. So we'll miss him. Excited to have him back the next week. John Michael will be here. Stephen Renee will be here. I really want emails. Come on, y'all. Gamer I'll, email push it. I'll email the show. The email agenda. Like, please email please do. us. We're going to run I a campaign where I'm just going to say the email the every people. seven minutes until it's like ingrained in your brain. GamerExpress at gmail.com. That's is us. the email address. Neil, Stephen, Renee, as always, thank you so much for joining me this evening. John Michael as well, but he had to leave, so he gets no thanks. Everyone <laughs> out there, thank you so much for listening, whether it's your first episode or your 262nd. We definitely couldn't do without you, so we definitely appreciate your support. That's it. Let's get out of here. Everyone, hope you have a great week. Uh, be good to each other out there, and we will see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>